Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to Dudes Who Like Movies, and happy 4th of July weekend. Happy three-day weekend. Uh, my name is oh, Dan. Yeah. yeah, my name is Dan, and with me is my good buddy, Alec. What's going on? And Alec, your job, do you get Monday off? Because mine, I do. But... Yes, I do. Oh, perfect. Cool. Well, so yeah, it's Independence Day weekend, so fireworks and good old red, white, and blue is going to be going on this weekend, and so we just thought... Why not talk about a movie today? Let's do a retro review of the 1996 blockbuster uh, Independence Day. And I say that without any sarcasm at all, because that movie really was kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say changed the blockbuster because obviously they had like Terminator and Jurassic Park before that. But in terms of disaster movies, we hadn't had a really good disaster movie in a while. Really, one also centered around alien invasion. I mean, we had, you know, some sci-fi, but I mean, we didn't get War of the Worlds until what, 2005? Yep. Well, and we also like aliens was a thing, but it was like our alien was a thing and it was set outside in space. So it wasn't really like an alien invasion movie. I think maybe invasion of the body snatchers was like the last one. Cause for the most part through the fifties, like those B movie sci-fi movies were pretty much done by that point. Yeah. Cause I mean, the sci-fi trend to kind of tapered off with the uh, following world war two. I mean, it was just meh. Yeah. Well, for those of you who are unaware, because I mean, this movie is as old as we are now. We, we were born the year it came out. Uh, Independence Day is a movie where aliens come from a, another galaxy or whatever. They, they have a mothership and then they have like, what, 12 to 15 big, like, I don't know. Saucer support ships, I guess. Yeah, and they disperse them all across major cities across the, the world, like, you know, New York, L.A., london paris things like that and you know and then they all of a sudden everyone's like oh what's going on here and there's a countdown jeff goldblum plays a cable technician who figures out they're they're counting down and he come he came across a signal that they were using i mean i'm kind of getting complicated but like he found a signal that the aliens were using hiding in our satellites and they was counting down to something and when the countdown happens, they blow the planet to hell with uh, their giant rays, and it, it destroys all major cities across the United States, well, across the United States and the world. And so there's the humans have to decide if we have to work together to try and defeat the aliens. So that's pretty much the, the very basic plot. Yeah, that's pretty much the crux of the whole movie, honestly. And really what makes this movie stand out to me so it, a lot of people hate this movie. It's very, it is a B movie, you know, and it's not, it's, it's just a good popcorn flick. It's not trying to be smart or anything, you know? It, it's a movie you get drunk with your friends with and you're like, oh, there's Will Smith. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's not a movie to make you think. It's not like a, it's like entertaining. A Star Trek movie. Yeah. It's not like a Star Trek movie. You have to think about philosophy and, and all this other stuff. It's just a movie to watch. That's fun. Yeah, and so it's an ensemble movie. Like I said, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, he plays a cable technician whose wife works in the White House, ex-wife, excuse me. And then there's Bill Pullman is the president of the United States. He is in his first term and he's not very popular. Then you have Will Smith, who is a, what is he, Air Force pilot? He was, no, he, he was like, you know, he was an Air Force captain. Yes, he's an Air Force captain and this all takes place during the 4th of July weekend. I think the movie starts on July 2nd and then it ends on the 4th. But anyway, 
and yeah, Will Smith is just home for the weekend. And all of a sudden, aliens show up. So obviously, the military is called together. And oh yeah, and I forgot to mention the aliens have shields that we can't penetrate at all. And yeah, so we're kind of screwed for humanity. And uh, so it's basically all these people coming together and trying to figure out a way to defeat the aliens. And when I say it's a B movie like schlock, I mean there's a scene where they try to nuke the aliens and it comes back as as nothing. So it really does. I don't know. I feel like the movie really makes you feel two things. One, it brings like a powerless one. Say what? Like a powerless one. Yeah, it really just shows the brutality and the and the the sheer force that the alien alien uh, army or whatever the alien invasion has, and it really just makes you feel for humanity. It's like in the movie. I think. I mean, obviously, we're going to get to the speech later because, good lord, that's a beautiful speech. But anyway. Oh, hell yeah. Bill Pullman nailed it. That was a great one. But we'll get to that later. Anyway, so like people from all over the world, like, you know, Egypt and, and like just people who usually are at war with each other. We have to work together to defeat, you know, the race, which I really like in the movie is like it's we're humans. You know, we're not Americans or, or you know, Egyptians or Chinese people. You know, we're 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 humans. You know, we're humanity. So we need to fight back and save our planet, which, you know. I, I will admit that there is a lot of like, oh, America is going to save the day things. But I mean, you know, it's a schlock movie. And I mean, yeah, it kind of was made in the 90s. Let's let's be real. But it's effective. So there's that. And yeah, so Will Smith. His character comes across. OK, let me, let me rephrase this. So Jeff Goldblum, his wife, ex-wife works for the White House. So he finds that signal. He's like, okay, I need to get into DC and warn the president. And right as the aliens start destroying things, they're all in Air Force One, they get away. And there's actually that really awesome shot, which I think is like still the poster for that movie is the White House getting blown up. Yeah, it has the, has the hovercraft, the basically the mothercraft right above the White House. Uh, yes. Not the mothercraft, but yes. One of the, one of the little scouting ships or whatever they're called. Oh, that was the mother. Uh, I guess you're right. You know, yeah. Now I think about it. And then, so yeah, the White House gets destroyed. The Empire State Building gets destroyed. And got to say, the special effects, this was back in 96 when CGI was like in its infancy. Like, I know that they blew up like a miniature New York set and all that. So, and they actually blew up like a White House set, like a little, you know, model, but still it was real. Mm -hmm. That has it going for it. The special effects are great. Like I said, the story is pretty cut and dry and, and the way that they defeat the aliens at the end, spoiler, is pretty, uh, I mean, it's a stretch. It's a reach. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I'm not complaining. I mean, they did set up the second one that came out in what, 2015? That oh came my out God. on my birthday. That well, came out on my birthday. We'll talk about that later. Because <laughs> Yeah, that the movie was a turd, but Oh my God, it was, it was so bad. <laughs> I feel the way that I feel the way about Independence Day 2 that a lot of, like, Oh, I'm a film fanatic. You know, I love film. Those people feel about the first one. Yeah. Like we like movies. We're not like obsessed with yeah, movies. Film snobs, you know. Anyway. Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's the, oh yeah, and there's all I forgot to <laughs> they also have little side characters like Wilt Smith's girlfriend is a stripper, and you know, she and her son are trying to get to Will Smith, and Will Smith's trying to get back to them. And then What's the other thing? Oh, yeah, the president's wife, she gets, she's in like Los Angeles when the thing happens, and, and Will Smith's girlfriend finds her and brings her to, they go to Area 51 where they meet Data, 
uh, what's his name? What's that actor's name who plays Data? Brent Spiner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's the head of Area 51. And also there's like other side characters like Randy Quaid, who is a, what is he, a crop dusting pilot? Yeah, he was a former uh, former Air Force pilot who went crazy because he said he was abducted. And then he was a crop duster pilot because remember, they behind the seat of one of those uh, F-16 fighter jets. I don't know if he was an Air Force pilot, but I do know he said he was abducted by aliens. And I know that he is a crop dusting pilot. And like when they're asking for pilots at the end, he's like, I know how to fly a plane. So I thought, I thought he wasn't there. No, maybe you are right. I thought he said he was one. That's why he knew it so easy. I don't know, but maybe it's just pull out armor. Anyway, and we'll get to Randy Quaid here in a second, but yeah, I mean, this movie is schlock and I love it because it's, it's good fun. It makes you feel for the characters. It makes you feel like the threat is real. And so when they finally succeed in the end, it's awesome. And yeah, so the way that they finally figure out how to defeat the aliens is, okay, so these are satellites against us. They're using obviously some kind of form of computer technology. So Jeff Goldblum, actually, I forgot his, his, his dad is another significant side character. His dad, the old Jew, the, um, what's his name? Emil Hirsch, the old, the old Jewish character. Was I'm not trying Emil to say Hirsch? that to be offensive, but like, that's his character in the movie is he's an old Jewish man. Yes, was Emil Hirsch. Really? Yes. Oh my God. So Jeff Goldblum is like, so after they try to nuke him, Jeff Goldblum's like, all right, screw this. We're just going to destroy the planet because they find out that the aliens want to use the planet for its resource they want to basically just take all our resources and so he's like let's just destroy the planet and eventually his dad is like you know get up off the floor you're gonna catch a cold and he's like duh and so he decides to put a computer virus in the thing and they have an old ship from roswell in 1947 which was one of these alien ships so they will smith and jeff goldblum fly the Area 51 alien spacecraft up to the mothership and they implant a computer virus and also a nuke. So that was pretty, uh, that's the plan just to save the universe. And it, it does work. And I got to say technology, mind you too. Like we're talking <laughs> floppy disks and, and computers oh, yeah. that God, they're ancient compared to today. And let me, let me just say, mind you too. It's so like the scene where they actually do destroy the mothership and like there's that little um like the, the little skull going ma ha 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 as a joke like when you when that happens you see the alien react and at that point you're just like yeah mrfer <laughs> and so i mean honestly today i mean some some like 20 year old zoomer could probably send an image of like bell delphine dabbing on him and oh my like, gosh <laughs> you know <laughs> you're not wrong I mean, yeah, honestly, it's that easy. People nowadays, I mean, honestly, if that was the only way to do it was like a computer virus, it, it, that's all they would send. You hear Gucci. The last thing they hear is Gucci gang right before they get uh, uh, blown into oblivion. That I mean, or like, you're cringe, bro, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Cringe. What? That's that a really good point. That would be, you know what? I'm calling it Hollywood. Make a Zoomer remake of independence day and have and james it's smith five, is... it's only gonna take five it's only gonna take five minutes and that's all they're gonna do because some kid is gonna be like all right click and then boom movie's over Derp. so yeah that's that and then so by destroying the mothership they destroy the shield actually so the the virus is what destroys the shields so then a counteroffensive happens where basically the president okay so we need to talk about bill pullman as as the president in his speech because oh my gosh so 
they, you know, like, like I said, a lot of the world's population is taking out with the, because, you know, destroy all the major cities and people don't know that that's going to happen. So they're just in the cities to see what happened and they get blown up. So they're all, you know, the president is at Area 51 and these people are all, you know, they're, they're, they're going to set forth their plan where if Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum are able to successfully implant the virus and take out the shields, they're going to, you know, fight against their ships and try to blow them up. And so Bill Pullman, as the president, he gives this amazing speech. I'm not even trying to emulate it, but his whole speech is just one of those. We, like, should, we should win the day of 4th of July. We'll no longer be known as an American holiday, but when the world declared, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. God damn, Bill Pullman, you are a king in that speech. We celebrate our Independence Day. Yeah, it's it's one of those speeches. It's like a minute and a half long, but you're just like, oh yes. That's like the main crux of like that the very ending where he goes, We're, we will not go quietly into the night because like then he starts like yelling right into it. Like, oh he's yeah. Getting, like, oh, he getting everyone well, hyped up. Like honestly, you watch that, you're gonna feel hyped up. Like, damn, I want to kill some aliens now. Oh yeah. Well, and the thing is too, like at that point, his wife dies because I guess she got hit by some shrapnel or something during an alien attack, so she was like internally bleeding, so she dies. And he, he's pissed at this point. He wants to go, you know, kick some alien butt. And yeah, so. And then the other thing is once the shields are down, he's the one who like gets the first shot at it. And because he's flying in a plane, which I've heard someone complain. It's like, oh, the president is flying an air force, you know, like a, like a, a fighter jet. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> he's the leader I mean, of the free world. Yeah, of course. He's, he's, he's leading the front. He's basically emulating, you know, the Alexander and Caesar of old. That man is, like, leading from the front. He ain't no, he backing down. He ain't no wuss. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, George H.W. Bush, he was a fighter pilot in World War II. A lot of them were, a lot of them had service up until, like, Obama or something. But I, I'm not trying to get political. Anyway. I mean, I, know, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, Bush was a, was a pilot in the Japanese theater. Kennedy was a pilot. His brothers. I mean, yeah, I mean, most people... Back Wait, then, they were in World wasn't, War II. Wasn't Kennedy, he wasn't a pilot. He, wasn't he uh, in the Navy? Wasn't he? Mine, I know people yeah, are going to joke. Kennedy was, he, Kennedy was in the Navy. Was, was uh, it? Yeah, so Kennedy, was Navy. Kennedy was a seaman, right? I, I You know, duh, haha, seaman. But, you know, he was he was a seaman, right? I believe so, yes, sir. Okay, cool. Well, anyway, so, yeah, the fact that, like, people get mad. It's like, oh, the president is actually going out to fight the aliens himself. It's like, well, duh, if you're, like, if you were in his shoes, you would, too. Listen, most you know, of the population is gone. The, the amount of assassins that are there waiting for him have pretty much plummeted to near zero. I mean, who's going to kill him and you're going to die here? There's no point. Well, and they even make it a point to say he was a Gulf War veteran or something like that. Like he was a, he worked, he flew planes in the Gulf War or whatever. So anyway, and then, so they're destroying the, the thing and then the aliens are about to do their giant laser ray again to destroy. It's the one that destroyed all the major cities and they are all out of missiles except for randy quaid and he's like oh i'm gonna shoot and then it gets jammed and eventually he he does a kamikaze you know self-sacrifice and he, look, he looks into the picture of his family and goes oh boys i'm back and I'm well he like, says you know tell my family i love them very much and he just goes in the words of my generation up yours and yeah he just goes and flies his plane into the thing and destroys the whole ship and it's it's another one of those F yeah moments. So because his face he looks so happy to do it too. Oh yeah. You can tell. I mean, he doesn't want to do it at first, but he looks at his family and he knows that if he doesn't, everyone is gonna die. So he's like, okay, I'm doing this. So it's what it, 
it's a feel good movie. Like, like I said, the thing that really makes the movie stand out is you understand what's going on. It's very simple. Like, okay, aliens are coming and they're, they're destroying the world. We need to fight back. Oh, Hey, we're kind of powerless. Oh, we actually have a way of doing this. Okay, let's go. And yeah. So, and at the end of the movie, they show all the ships flying down you see like, you know, uh, people in the middle East are, are celebrating. And yeah, like I said, I, I really like how the movie kind of brings us together as like humanity as a whole. And they also have a scene where, you know, they're dissecting an alien. It's a pretty, scary gruesome scene because they choked data to death almost so but anyway yeah but i'm pretty sure in the in the following movie they were like oh it just drove him crazy or something right well in the you know it in the event that there wasn't a sequel you're led to believe he dies but you know well so anyway independence day i highly recommend it if you have not seen it because independence day is so good and like i said will smith this is like 90s will smith so he's like i think this is like his first big movie after fresh prince of bel-air ended and then you had jeff goldblum who was off jurassic park and you had bill pullman who i think he'd been in i think the biggest movie he'd been at that point was casper but i think he had i mean he was a known actor at that point and yeah he, um... He hey, was Fresh Prince years, wasn't it? 96? I don't know if Fresh Prince like ended before the movie came out or after the movie, but yes, 96 is when Fresh Prince ended. Yeah, so you mean he had that also going for him too. Yeah, so and yeah, characters are likable. They're not, I mean, yes, they're kind of one-dimensional, but I mean in a in a disaster movie, they're kind of that's not out of the ordinary. Like you want really thought-provoking characters in a disaster movie. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I mean, even in Jurassic Park, I feel like the characters are pretty one-dimensional. So, but then again, I've never really been a huge Jurassic Park fan. And plus I heard the new one is just terrible. Did you see it? I I have not. I've heard, I heard it surpassed Buzz Lightyear, but I haven't heard any reviews of it that, uh, well, I haven't seen any reviews, I should say, yet. I have I, to start looking because, I mean, I was, I was like, I mean, it's just another Jurassic Park and then milking that for 20 plus years now i mean they had the first reboot in 2015 then they had uh the second one in what 2018 19 and now they have this one so i'm just like it's not big it's just another thing it's just another trying to do another trilogy of it i mean to me it's like it's not as interesting because when it was first done no one had really done a movie like that and then they kept trying to milk it with the trilogy that they had in the 90s, early 2000s, and it was really good. But We're then, getting of off course, topic, like, what? what? We're getting off topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair. But still, uh, Independence Day. The, the second movie was a turd. The first one was, was very good. Well, and here's what I'm saying, though, is like if we can have one-dimensional characters in like Jurassic Park and people love that movie, I mean, what's the difference between this? Why, why do people hate this movie so much? So, it, you know. That's my point. Big movies rarely are the thinking man movies. Like I think the one, the movie that won best picture in 93 was Schindler's List. That's the same year Jurassic Park came out, go Steven Spielberg. But in 96, when Independence Day came out, it was the highest grossing film of the year. And I believe the English patient won best picture. And that's like a movie that I don't think anybody's heard of since then. I think like the English patient. Yeah. I have them on VHS right here. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. I think like sometimes the biggest movie of the year actually ends up winning best picture like obviously titanic and lord of the rings return of the king but i don't think it's happened i could be wrong but i don't think it's happened since return of the king but anyway i so, can't think of any yeah so yeah that's that's the day and then plus even to like 96 like 
the nineties were not a bunch of like thought provoking films, you know, I mean, obviously you had big movies like Schindler's list and, and what else won best picture uh, saving private Ryan didn't win best picture, but should have. And then, you know, my point being, it's more like the nineties with a lot more just feel good schlock movies, you know? And yeah, even, even the second highest grossing movie in 96 was twister, you know, and even Titanic, you know, the highest grossing movie of all time, the characters are not wit- written that well. People saw it because of the actual, like the special effects, like actually seeing the, the ship sink, which, it, you know, again, why people saw Independence Day was because of them seeing alien attack, you know? Yeah. So and that was something that was like sort of a new concept. So it was something that they're like, you know what, let's see where this goes. So that's kind of my my whole two cents on, on the matter. But anyway, so... Yeah, flash forward 20 years, Independence Day is a big box office success. I, I heard they were going to make a sequel, and then 9-11 happened, and they're like, okay, this would be in bad taste. And then for years, it just they wouldn't put off. Movie. Well, what I was saying is, like, I know Will Smith didn't come back for the sequel because, I don't know, he just didn't want to. Because I mean, he had made Men in Black 2 and 3 by that point, and he had been in a couple other sequels, I think, hasn't he? Or is it just Men in Black? I don't know. Anyway. There you so Independence Day Resurgence comes out in 2016, and man, that movie was long and boring, and I hated it. It was just... Oh, my God. I, I feel bad because I took Grace to see it for my birthday. I was like, I want to see this. And she was like, all right, cool, let's go. Because I turned, uh, I guess it was, 20, yeah, it was 2016. I turned 20. Uh, and I was like, let's go see it. Went to go see it. And I was just confused the whole plot out. And then also the aliens were like these massive monsters. And it's like, okay, like... They're supposed to be a sophisticated alien race who use what their tentacles to wrap around, or is that their enemies? It was one of the ones where they wrap around and then they can speak through who whatever they're wrapped around. So, like what they did with, um, I think that was Data, the the scientist in there, yeah, they yeah, wrapped yeah. around his throat and he spoke. It's like we're doing to blah 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 blah. blah. It's like okay, and then it was just unnecessary because they came back to destroy this, but they're already in another war. And then this other alien race is like, hey, we're at war with those guys who came back here 20 some odd years ago. So we want to help you, but we need you to send uh, resources to us. So that way we can fight those aliens. But it's like never explained how we're going to get the resources to another galaxy or why they came back if they're already another war with another alien race that's much more advanced than the United than the United States and the rest of the planet. It doesn't make any sense. Like the whole plot, it just like bothered me throughout the whole movie because I was like, this is just kind of stupid. No, yeah, I, I get it. I mean, ugh, yeah, it's it's really ridiculous. I mean, that movie. It, it just it, like it had some cool ideas like okay so we actually have alien technology and 20 years later this is where the world's at but then just everything else about it like the story doesn't make sense i mean the aliens show up again but like what else can you do besides another virus and then it like it got so complicated with that apple thing like, i say apple because it looks like an apple product but you know the the big circular alien thing and even the way that they destroy the aliens is like oh they're like a hive so if you kill the the mother or the queen you kill the rest of them and then the queen was the one that was chasing them in the desert scene where they were trying to run away and it's like okay why is the queen out here 
if she's the hive mind and no one's protecting her, this doesn't make any sense because it, she knows if she dies, then the rest of them will be kind of like in Star Trek Beyond where they destroyed the hive fleet and then the rest of them just flew into each other like, we don't know what to do, guys. It's the same kind of concept. It's like she knows if she dies, the whole invasion is failed and then the war is lost. So it's like, okay, so why would she put herself in this kind of danger? It doesn't really, it's just because she's big. Is that like the whole, was that their whole thinking? Like giant monster alien. Cool. I, I, I can only, that's the only thing I can fathom. I cannot see any other explanation to that giant plot hole. No, yeah. I mean, you would think that. If she died. They, I mean, like they, they should have just made it like. They should have made, I mean, if you're going to be the idea, like, okay, go on the alien mothership, and it's like, you know, going and trying to, they should have made it like trying to kill the mother, like the, the, the alien queen. It's like, so why, yeah, the movie didn't make sense. It, no, the first it one, bad. the first one was just very simplistic, and the second one is one of those things where, like, okay, now we're going to expand upon it, and we're going to make it a big franchise. And it's like, no, just be simple, okay? Yeah, because I did try and set up a, a third movie at the end. Oh, that's never going to happen now. Oh God, that movie bombed so bad. No way in hell. I don't even think that it. I don't even know if it was a number one opening weekend. Let me look that up real quick because I know Finding Dory came out at the same time, and Finding Dory was that was um, the big movie that that uh, month because it was 2016. Yes, sir. But yeah, good old. Hold on a second. Where is this? Good old Pixar. So what? Good old Pixar. Well, let me look 2016 here. Da, 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 da. Come on. There we go. go to... Okay, what was it? June 24th. Yeah, I don't see that Independence Day Resurgence was at all at any point. It was number two. It grossed 41 million opening weekend, whereas Finding Dory in its second weekend made 72 million. So. Jesus. Talk about getting destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, Independence Day, I highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it. It's just good, fun schlock, and avoid the second one like the plague, because, good God, that movie's horrible. You will not, it's, there's no continuation. It's, well, there's some, but it's, like, very minimal, and it's not good. I wonder if, like, Will Smith came back, if it would have been any better at all i don't know well i mean like there'd be so much only that his character could do because i mean he'd be aged by 20 years so he's like using his old knowledge same as everybody else i mean there's nothing more that he could do he can't be like oh well when we fought them in 1996 we did x y and z i mean he there's not much more he could do yeah yeah so I anyway. mean, like, if he had, had if he had some like super uh, knowledge, like some technology, like created using the scraps left over from the destroyed ships, sure. But like, <laughs> you'd have to try and add that in. It'd be just so hard. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's not. Uh, I hate that. I wouldn't say I hate that movie, but I never plan on watching it again. So I I haven't watched it since I saw it in the theater when it came out the you first know. day. It's so bad. Yeah, I saw it opening weekend, and I did not, did not care. Anyway, well, um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, this is a pretty quick one, but you know, that's kind of the point. I mean, yeah, let's uh, 
I highly recommend Independence Day to anyone who has not seen it yet. And I, yeah, any last comments you want to say, Alec? It's the first one. Honestly, if you just YouTube the speech as well, if you really don't feel like, you know, watching the movie to get to it and you don't believe us that this speech will hype you up, watch it. Honestly, you will, you will be like, all right, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to murk some aliens. They're, you're going you're gonna to go out and look for some in, in the sky. Yep. So, at any rate, thank you all for watching. I think the next episode we're going to do, uh, you know, it's almost the halfway point of the year. We're going to talk about some of our favorite movies that have come out thus far. And yeah, anything else? Like, yeah, anything else you want to say before we go, Alec? Because I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much good. I recommend it. If you like Warhammer 40k, you're going to treat them just like the Imperium treats the Xeno. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Thank you all for listening. Y'all take care.